0: Yoni love, orgasm, vibrators, and pleasure wands with Rosie Rees. Rosie is a beautiful friend of mine based out of Perth, Australia, and she was one of my very first podcast guests on the show. If you want to go back and check out our first episode together, it's episode 10. We talked about Yoni eggs, nudity, and sexual confidence. Now, if you're new to learning about Rosie, Rosie is a sex and relationship coach. She's also the founder of the Yoni Pleasure Palace, which let's I'll just sum it up for you. It's an online crystal sex toy company. <laughs> she launched this in 2014 after having her own sexual awakening using a jade egg. And so naturally, her online store sells jade eggs along with many other crystalled yoni eggs. She also has pleasure wands and other things all related to your yoni. There's a link for this in the show notes if you would love to connect with her. Now, in this episode, we dive into exploring, I guess, what the topic talks about. <laughs> vibrators and pleasure wands. We discuss and chat about what pleasure wands and self-pleasure wands are. We talk about dissipating central ta- trauma, how vibrators can become addictive, how to transition from being a vibrator user to a pleasure wand user. If that's you and you currently use a vibrator but would like to explore pleasure wands, the tips that she gives on how to do that, um, you definitely want to wrap your ears around it. She also discusses with me slowing down your self-pleasure practice and what that might look like and how you can start that yourself and also how to find and choose your very first pleasure wand. Because let's face it, if you've ever visited the Yoni Pleasure Palace, and if you haven't, there is a link in the show notes, like I said you can easily become overwhelmed. So I wanted Rosie to really open up and share about how to choose your first pleasure wand. So if you're new to exploring this side of yourself and sensual and sexual pleasure, I know that this was me in my late 20s. um, You're in the right spot. As we're going through this episode, you can check out Rosie and who she is over on Instagram by looking at Rosie Rees, R-O-S-I-E-R-E-E-S. Now, additionally, if you're ready to take the dive or you've not taken the dive yet and would like to explore what pleasure ones are, I have a discount code for you. Use the code Yoni Love over at the Yoni Pleasure Palace via the link in the show notes to save $10 off your first purchase. Be sure to use that code Yoni Love via the link in the show notes or head over to my Instagram and follow the link in my bio to Yoni Eggs and Pleasure Products. The code will work there too. All right, well, let's get ready to jump on into this episode. Um, It's an exciting one. I can't wait to share it with you. Rosie, welcome again to the show today.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Gemma. Always good to be here.
0: I am really excited for this episode because we're talking about topics that not a lot of people openly talk about. I know, like you and I, kind of openly talk about these <laughs> topics, but for in general, the population are like, ah, uh, what? When it comes to Yoni Love orgasms, vibrators, pleasure one, self pleasure. Um, so thank you for being here. Thank you.
1: It's so normal to me. It's still hard to believe that it's taboo. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think doing more podcasts like this is helping it become more normalized.
0: Yeah, I agree. Totally agree. So before we jump into it, tell us what day of your cycle are you on and what are you checking in with? Do you know this?
1: Oh, I am day 35 right now. Wow. Yeah. I was due on the day 30. So I'm five days late. Definitely can't be pregnant because I'm a lesbian, but the doctor asked <laughs> me that yesterday and I was like, it's just not possible.
0: Um,
1: so I have had a really big month and mm. have had a bit of stress just with um, signing a new lease for a new office and lots and lots of stuff. So I can tell my body's has felt that my hormones have been affected by that um peak in stress Mm -hmm. so i'm very aware of it and i know like i don't feel like my period's coming anytime soon actually i feel like she's she's a bit pissed off with me at the moment
0: and isn't it just so beautiful once you really have this relationship with your body that you know it's not like a surprise it's like oh i'm dropping in okay tomorrow's probably the day i'm gonna start bleeding
1: yeah. My partner was like, Rosie, you're due. This was on like Sunday or whatever. And I was like, no, I, I know I'm due then, but I know it, I can feel it's not coming. So yeah. we
0: know it's, it's an intuitive thing, isn't it? It totally is. And it's like, I actually had this conversation with a friend yesterday about ovulation, about using, you know, cause she was like wanting, she, she's a, she's a woman in my life who's recently become a close friend and she's new to tracking her cycle. And she's like, but, You know, like the apps I tell you when you ovulate, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I was like, just because an app tells you that you ovulate doesn't mean you are ovulating or that's when you're ovulating. Well, exactly. That's that's another topic altogether, but body awareness is so important. So let's flip the switch and talk about body awareness with orgasms and body Mm. awareness with your yoni. Um, Everyone already knows through introductory um, what it is that you do but we're going to open the conversation around orgasms, vibrators and pleasure wands. So tell us a little bit about how, just quickly, how you got into pleasure wands and what are pleasure wands?
1: Well, I guess, firstly, I'll take it back a little bit earlier than pleasure wands because I didn't actually always know about pleasure wands. Um, I was a a vibrator enthusiast. (laughs) Uh, When I was 19, I went to Sexpo and the rest was history. So I, I learned basically to give myself an orgasm using a vibrator and I actually started, so I went, then I was, I was working in a corporate job and I was obviously very, you know, unhappy. Um, with what I was doing with my life. And then I remember I was like, right, I want to be a relationship coach. I wanted to be a yoga teacher. I want to start an online shop and sell vibrators. Like that is what I wanted to do. And I had all the vibrators in the shop, ready to go. I hadn't pressed launch yet. And then I went to Bali and had this awakening experience at the J D E G, um, at AJ Jade Egg workshop. And, um, basically I came home from that thinking, you know, I can't I don't want to use my vibrator anymore. I don't, want to have these short sharp genital sneeze kind kinds of orgasm. I really want to pleasure myself with a crystal wand. And so then I started digging and I started, you know, researching and finding out if my supplier, so I started selling jade eggs, uh, finding out if my supplier could actually make this crystal dildo that I wanted to pleasure myself with. And I think I ordered like five at the time. I was like, I'll just sort of, you know, one for me, a few for my friends and then I'll, you know, sell the rest. Wrap them up as
0: Christmas presents. Yeah,
1: you know, (laughs) just give them out as little gifts. And when I used the pleasure wand for the first time, so by this stage I had put away my dildos and vibrators. Like I I actually really didn't want to use them anymore. Um, And they also smelt like with certain silicon and rubber and plastic, they can start to like deteriorate and Mm. um, the quality of them can can be quite low sometimes. So um, I started using the pleasure wands and my – Experience with orgasm changed completely. I started having internal orgasms. Um, I started to slow down my self pleasure practice and, you know, even little other things, not little things, but other things like I started to feel like my, the sexual trauma that I was holding on to uh, started to dissipate. And I was able to, you know, put an intention into the crystal and pleasure myself with this crystal and use my breath and my tears and like my body to release what was really kind of holding me back and it was kind of stored in my womb space. Um, So there's lots of different benefits to using a a crystal wand, um, but that's kind of how I came
0: came across them. Amazing. You mentioned internal orgasms. So, and if it's too much of a question, um, which I'm sure it's not, but please let me know. With (laughs) vibrators and the use of vibrators, were you having like clitoral, like external orgasms, and then you like experience internal orgasms with the wands yourself?
1: When I was using vibrators, I had the one with the little rabbit on top and it went inside me. Okay. So I feel like it was more of a blended orgasm. So the clit and kind of in, like internally, my vagina would clench Clench, really and and have, yeah, those sort of orgasmic spasms. Um, So, I mean, I, but it didn't feel like this internal, like the internal orgasms I have now are very, very different to those um, peak clitoral uh, orgasms. So then when I started using pleasure ones, I, it was, it was just a, a much deeper, slower, more whole, all body encompassing experience. It, it wasn't like this when I used to vibrate, it was very like quick and to the point. And I wanted to get it done quite, you know, effectively so no, and no one could hear me. And
0: it was just very like, it's the yeah. quickie of sex with self-pleasure kind of.
1: Yeah. It was a quickie. It was like a little one night stand with myself and and using a crystal (laughs) wand. Sure. You can still have a little one night stand with yourself, but it's more, um, nine times out of 10, you actually want to put an intention into it. You actually want to slow it down. You want to, you know, bathe it in some crystal salts or like, you know, lavender oil. You want to create a ritual out of the experience rather than just quickly put the vibrator down on your clit underneath the the blankets and go for it. You know, Um, it's, it's a much different experience.
0: It really is like from personal experiences for myself, hugely different and it's very much about an art and you would say like a sacred ritual rather than like you said, just a cookie, but let's talk about vibrators and what vibrators can do. Cause I, like you've mentioned about some of the great benefits of like pleasure wands and using either glass or crystal, but when it comes to vibrators, I know you're an advocate for slowing down self-pleasure and, you know, letting go of vibrators and kind of you're known for ditching the vibrators. I just threw them all in the bin at once. and just said goodbye to them in the wheelie bin. Um, but what is the, like, what do vibrators do for us as women um, that would maybe make us want to change using a vibrator over to a pleasure wand?
1: Yeah. I'm not anti-vibrators simply because had I not discovered vibrators and used them when I was younger, um, I probably wouldn't have figured out as quickly how to make myself orgasm. And and for me, that's empowering. It's empowering to know how to make yourself climax. Whether that's a clitoral orgasm, a G-spot or a cervical orgasm, it doesn't matter. It's, it's, it's important that you know your body and how she works and what your yoni desires and wants. So I think for women who maybe haven't orgasmed yet, vibrators are useful to explore, you know, um, that sensation. Uh, but the, the, the big but is you can uh, grow quite a heavy reliance on them. And I don't want to say addiction, but it can be quite addictive. Um, and when you feel that reliance, you start to need it more, you start to need to need to use it for longer. And what that creates is more um, a lack of sensitivity. So if you're vibrating quite vigorously, something on a patch of skin or an area of your body, that part is gonna potentially get quite numb. And when you're looking at the clitoris, there's so many rich nerve endings here in it. And by putting something quite vigorous on that space for a long or a short period of time repeatedly, it is going to grow um, quite nu- like armored almost or numb um, around, you know, with receiving that kind of stimulation. It can be overstimulating. Um, and a lot of women who comment about this kind of topic in my Yoni Pleasure Pals Facebook group, they say like the difference in having an orgasm from a vibrator versus a, you know, a pleasure wand is so vast. Like the difference is you almost can't compare Um, a vibrator, it does feel like, well, for me, and I I can only really speak from my own experience. When I used to have these orgasms, it would almost be like this really sharp, high climax. And then I would drop down and I would, it was almost like a come down, like a drug come down Mm. and I would feel tired. I would feel depleted. Yeah. I just felt like, Oh, it's like a sugar high, (laughs) you know? And so I feel really. Um, Like I could literally roll over and go to sleep. It wasn't sustaining. It wasn't life giving. It wasn't, you know, um, full body awakening at all. Um, So yeah, I I believe that the using a vibrator over and over and over again, not only does it create more uh, desensitivity, it can also kind of block you. (laughs) like <laughs> cock block you um, in your relationship, because then you grow this reliance on reaching for the vibrator when you're having sex with your partner or when they're going down on you and you feel like you need it to be able to orgasm. And that can create a barrier and a block between you and your partner and, and having those uh, natural orgasms, dare I say that, that are kind of come from fingers, tongue or
0: penis body parts. Yeah. Yeah. And A body part can't replicate a vibrator. Correct. Like your fingers are never going to vibrate like a vibrator. A tongue's never going to vibrate like a vibrator. A cock's never going to vibrate like a vibrator. Like it just, it's so different. And I'll definitely like share like personal experiences that I know Mm. since myself using pleasure wands, it has totally transformed my sexual experience with partners in the past. Like hands down. And I think I always say this, Rosie, but you need to come to your own conclusions based on your own experience and you need to try it to know if you like it or you don't. Um,
1: I agree. Mm. I agree. And I think, you know, the other, of course, probably two years ago now, I was gifted one of those womanizer sucky sucky things. Do you know what I'm talking about? The Satisfier Pro?
0: i I do know. I've like, I don't know exactly, but it's the one with the hole and it suck, it's kind of acts it's like suction. Yeah. yeah, it kind of yeah. like
1: does this pumping. Like a mini vacuum. Yeah. So it's not really like a vibrator, but they're very popular now. So someone gifted it to me and I was like, Oh, I don't. And I get asked all the time to be a, an influencer for vibrators. And I'm like, you clearly haven't done your research on me. If you're <laughs> se- trying to send me vibrators, um, you know, <laughs> I'm anti-vibrators. And anyway, so I try, I actually went and went away and tried this, um, clit suction thing and it was incredible. It was so powerful. Like it was so strong and powerful and it was really, really amazing. However, I couldn't orgasm from my partner's tongue or fingers for about two weeks after that. Wow. So I, I just told her, can you just hide that thing from me? Because I don't, I don't need it. And burn it. you know, burn it burn it. Burn it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where it is. So, um, yeah, that's, that was my experience and I haven't used one since. And to be honest, I, I won't ever use one again.
0: That's a really beautiful share because I think, Body awareness is so important to be able to realize that. And I guess a lot of people do have the goal of reaching the climax or feel the pressure from others that you need to reach the climax, or I want you to come again, or I want you to like orgasm and just too much pressure. I have to interrupt this episode to let you know that today is sponsored by my brand new five-day Love Your Cycle mini course, a simplified self-paced course to teach you the foundations and fundamentals of your menstrual cycle in under a week. Receive daily educational class videos and audios, along with action steps, a cycle tracking guide, cycle prompts, and my Love Your Cycle 50 page ebook. This is your chance to discover everything you wish they had have taught you at school about your cycle how to eat, how to move, honouring your emotions, and identifying PMS and cycle signs before they arise. It's now your turn to join over 300 women from around the world who have already taken this course to reclaim and reconnect with their bodies. And you can do this too in under a week for less than a fancy vegan burger. To learn more, visit wellsome.com forward slash shop. And to thank you for being an amazing listener of this podcast, I want to offer you a 20% off voucher code. Use the code cycle love at checkout to save. And you are all about slowing down your self-pleasure. So let's talk about if a woman is listening to this and clearly if they've searched pleasure wands (laughs) or vibrators in like podcast search, this has come up, but how would a woman, or how would you recommend a woman transition from using a vibrator to going to a wand and slowing down their self-pleasure practice?
1: Yeah. So usually, um, well in my golden yoni membership group, I encourage women to take one month of, um, a break basically like uh, vibrator celibacy. And in that month, I still encourage women to use their urinary egg and to self pleasure, but just take a whole month off, um, and see how that feels. And then generally women don't go back. Um, or if they do, it's very, very rarely. Um, so just taking a break initially, put it away and just see, and you might not orgasm. So in that month, you might not even be able to orgasm and that's okay. It's like your body's going to have to retrain itself and rewire itself to receive pleasure in a different way, which is a good thing. We, we want to create these new neural pathways in our brain. So as you know, we can have different kinds of orgasm. Um, something that i teach the women in the golden yoni membership is like a practice where you sit back either on a wall or in your bed or you get something um, quite solid behind you and you sit in front of a mirror and your altar if you have a yoni altar and you simply just start massaging so the breast massaging the breast for about five or ten minutes massaging your belly and your womb and then taking your hands down and just starting to massage the yoni, the yoni, the vulva, the lips, just externally, everything external. And it's amazing what women say that like once they've kind of really opened through the heart, the belly, the womb, then the yoni, they are so wet and they so turned on. And you can actually orgasm from the most, you know, clitorally from the most tender, soft strokes. You really don't need, like for me now, I can literally just orgasm from like feather touch on my clitoris um, with some oils and lots of massage around the vulva and around the lips, the labia to get lots of blood, blood flow there. Um, But I can, I don't need any vigorous stimulation anymore. And that was, you know, and I used to have a heavy reliance and I had to really um,
0: re-sensitize my yoni. So beautiful. Are there any other tips apart from, you know, going celibacy. And I think if you have, if you really want to go celibacy and you feel like you have, like you're addicted to it, doesn't mean like, or you have an addiction at some of some level, you know, I would say I'm addicted to yoga. Like some addictions aren't terrible. Um, And if you, you know, throwing it out might be the best option.
1: (laughs) If 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 cold turkey is not a good option for you, go um, use your vibrator once and then self-pleasure without it once. So just interchangeably. So just um, every second time, for example, use a pleasure wand or use your fingers or use
0: a cucumber
1: or <laughs> something else or just, you know, try something very different.
0: This is so funny. I'm laughing. I have tears in my eyes because I'm laughing. This is how my dad quit smoking. <laughs> like he he staggered it. He would like, okay, so today I'm going to have ten cigarettes and then I'm gonna do nine and then I'm gonna do eight and then he just like went through this process and then he's he used to like when he like got off the like he after the one he used to carry it in his ear and then he changed it like it from a cigarette in his ear to a pen in his ear and he just he went cold turkey. And it just from like you sharing this reminds me that you know no matter what it is, it takes time to let things go. Like if you have a relationship with anything. You know and you can have a relationship with food, you can have a relationship with a movement practice, you can have a relationship with a self-pleasure practice. And so mm. that's such a really great tip that don't force yourself if you're freaking the F out about it. Um and slow it down. So let's talk about the wands themselves now. Because I know over at Yoni Pleasure Palace, and if people don't know where that is, there's a link in my show notes to go and find out what it is and, and a discount code to save $10. But if women or men are listening to this and they want to buy their woman a pleasure wand, which I think, or, or a woman who wants to buy her partner a pleasure wand, I think that's beautiful. Is what's the best place to start? Like, I know for me, when I started learning about it and I was looking, I was like, holy fuck, which one? Like, what's the best to start with? I know. I know. <laughs> some of them look scary. Like, the sacred squirter looks like, you know, and like I've worked with you at the expo booth, like, it looks like an octopus tentacle. <laughs>
1: i know once i popped i couldn't stop i just once i had that rose quartz pleasure wand i was like oh my goodness i need to start designing all the pleasure wands in the world and so i have um so sorry sash not sorry for creating so many um options but it, a lot of women do have that overwhelm when they go to the shop they're like oh my god and so it, it really starts with knowing your own body so for me when i first started out Um, the, the one that I had designed was fast. It was kind of almost a little bit bigger than a pen and that was just not big enough for me. So then I, you know, created the the traditional size pleasure wand, which is about three and a half, four centimeters thick. And it tapers down to about one and a half centimeters and that felt perfect for me. So I have slim size. I have thicker sizes. Um, I have sort of curved ones. Um, there's, so I know there's so many to choose from, but it is really important to know for starters with your yoni, with your vagina, how, um, how much does she like to feel stretched or does she prefer just like literally like one index finger? Um, you know, a lot of women out there have pelvic floor tension and quite a lot of tightness. So if that's you, I would start with something like the Leela which is really quite small. Again, it's like a a bit longer than a finger and it has tapered ends. And that way it's just easing into like one finger um, girth. It's like
0: the size of a mascara container, you could kind of say.
1: Exactly. And Mm. that's perfect for some women. If you're wanting to go a little deeper, I would suggest the slim size wand, which comes in rose quartz, black obsidian and Indian jade. And that'll reach your cervix. But again, it's not going to stretch you too much. Well, not me anyway. It's, it's, it's hard to say because every woman's vagina is so different. different um if you are a bit of a size queen and you're wanting some girth and you're wanting to be stretched and opened and really fulfilled um the yang is beautiful it's very it's curved and bulbous so it goes slimmer in the middle and then thicker on both ends the yang and the eros wand are very very like they will definitely um feel quite
0: big inside of you and very um, weighty too when you get it as a crystal like yes like you know, feeling it, it feels like a doorstop.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Or like a paperweight. I'm currently using a rose quartz cock as a paperweight (laughs) on my desk.
0: Oh, sexy as though.
1: They are heavy. I mean, obsidian uh, crystal is the lightest. Um, and then the rose and then we, we do have an Empress wand called um, by it's made of nephrite Jade and that's quite curved. Nice. Now, if you, I didn't start with curved. I actually, in fact, I ordered in a few curved ones right at the beginning and I hated the feeling. Um, and I even remember being with partners who had a very curved penis and I really it pressed up against my bladder and I didn't like the feeling. So I actually got rid of them and I was like, no, I'll just stay with straight ones because that feels good for me. Um, but then I experienced my first G spot orgasm and I realized it was actually from this kind of hooking and come hither. And so I was like, okay, I'll order them back in. Um, so we have a lot of ones like the Fleur, the, the, uh, the black mamba, the medusa, um, even the sacred squirter, these are all curved to target the G zone. I call it the G zone because the G spot is, it's not really a spot, That it's more
0: of a patch or an area of,
1: you know, It's a location. <laughs> it's, not, it's, it,
0: it's, not, a, it's not like X marks the spot. It's right here. It's like, it's in this area and it's, Yeah.
1: I shared that with women in my membership this group this week and they were like, oh my God, this is life-saving. I thought it was like a button that I was meant to find and <laughs> press. Not and, a I'm slip,
0: like, no. <laughs> and you know
1: what? G-spots can actually shrink in size. Just like our breasts, if they're ignored, if they're not, you know, stimulated or touched or given affection and love and like anything really, what happens? It shrinks. It, it, it kind of shrivels away. Um, it doesn't have a lot of life force it doesn't have a lot of sensation so the same goes for our g-spot if you haven't found it yet, it's in and up on the upper wall of the vagina. And it feels kind of like the roof of your mouth. And for some women, it's like a couple of inches in. For other women, it's right at the entrance and it'll be right there. And as you stimulate it, like if you're not turned on, it's going to press up against your bladder and, and it actually probably cause you some pain. But as you're like, if you're massaging your labia and your clitoris and you're really giving lots of love and attention to this space, your G-spot will start to swell. Because the Just clitoral... like your
0: clit can swell, yeah. Well, or, exactly. a penis, or a penis swells, enlarges.
1: Yeah, the clit actually extends internally inside mm. the vagina. All this new research has shown that basically women get an internal erection from the clit expanding in size and engorging and it wraps around the G-spot. So stimulating Sorry, the clitoris and the G-spot at the same time It will start to get bigger. And so using a wand, particularly like I must say though, the sacred squirter, it's it is our best seller, but we do have some women, you know, write in saying, it was so uncomfortable. Um, all the bumps and the ridges, it was just really intense for me. But the thing is, it doesn't look like a penis or a finger. It is, it's ridged and bumpy, and it's all the things, and it's it's not for everyone.
0: And I like when I first started using it, I was very much like this is kind of (laughs) uncomfortable. Like I've never used anything in this shape before and it was definitely uncomfortable. And I think, too, the more that you expand into your own self-pleasure practice, the more you soften into it and the more you it's the same with, let's say, having penetrative sex in a heterosexual relationship for a woman's and you're the expert here, not me on this topic. So tell me if I'm wrong, but for a woman to truly, you know, accept and open herself up, she needs to be like as relaxed as possible and feel safe and nurtured and supported by the man to take, you know, the penis. And it's the same with pleasure wands. Is that right? Well, absolutely. And this
1: is why I encourage women to massage their breasts first, to feel safe. You have to feel safe, to open, to orgasm, to squirt, whatever it is, you need to feel 1000% safe, either with a partner or with yourself. If you're not squirting, if you're not having these internal orgasms, potentially, you know, you need to start at the heart. The woman's positive pole is the heart space. The woman's negative or receptive pole is the yoni the yoni ain't going to open if the heart's not switched on, if the heart's not, um, you know, fully activated, you're not going to have these, you know, full body enlightening orgasms if your heart's not in the mix. And often you won't have those squirting and those internal orgasms in a one night stand. They come when you're feeling really safe. You don't, you know, you don't care what your partner thinks of you. Like you are so open and like, you, you can anything can happen and you feel comfortable. You want you want to have that with yourself. And I, this is why I talk about self-pleasure so much because we need to experience this with us our, with ourselves first. Like less inhibiting um you know if we're the less inhibited we are with ourselves, the more we'll have these internal orgasms. Um and then like you said, if if you're just putting a squirt sacred squirter inside of you without doing the self massage or without off. warming yeah the foreplay. It is going to hurt because it is a bit bumpy and curved, and it's probably not what you're used to. Um, so, definitely, yeah, do the foreplay, um, self foreplay beforehand. But we do have a new toy coming out called Octopussy. <laughs> oh,
0: and it is God, a, I love it.
1: <laughs> it's basically the Sacred Squirter 2.0, and it's a little it's thinner it's much thinner and it has a bulbous end and it still like looks like a tentacle but it's much less intrusive and yeah it'll go
0: a half half between the sacred squirter and the cervix serpent
1: yes and i have you're the first to know about it so we haven't even watched
0: it yet so it's um we'll we'll have to have you back on the show so that we can talk about (laughs) like squirting with the sacred squirter, I think, or even just the topic of squirting, I think would be a really great topic to have. I would love that. Um, So if you're listening to this episode and you're like, I want to know about squirting, then like message me or message Rosie, message us both and tell us like, let's do a podcast on this. Um, I love all of these topics and it's something that I wish that I, you know, I'm 34 this year and I wish I knew about these when I was 24, if not even earlier than that so much we could expand into, you know, I wanted to chat about things about butt plugs and like releasing the goal and removing all the pressure, but we're almost out of time. So I want to wrap this up with a simple question about if you were your younger self, Rosie, listening to this episode and you were to give yourself three guiding tips around self pleasure. And I know that you have definitely opened up this topic a lot on your Instagram before. What are three tips you'd give to your younger um, sexual self? So think of like teen, tween, age around self-pleasure.
1: Number one, pop your own cherry. Make love to yourself. Learn to self-pleasure. You don't need anyone else to give you that pleasure, at least initially. Like it's, yeah, I feel like it would be, I wish someone had shared with me that you, there's no shame in self-pleasure and um, to, to really take your own, I don't believe in the term virginity as a construct, but mm. to take your own virginity and really um, put that first over. I wish I could almost take that back and, and I would have gone through much less heartbreak. Um, secondly is, to not go on the pill. If I'm, if I'm talking directly to my 17-year-old self or my 14 to 17-year-old self, I would have loved to know about my cycle and to not just jump straight on the pill because of contraception and because I had a few pimples that I wanted to clear up. So definitely learning more about my menstrual cycle. And then thirdly is to honor my yeses and no's with a partner i said yes a lot to appease the lover or the the man that i was sleeping with at the time and it's because i didn't have enough self-worth so i i wish there was like subjects in school on self-worth because i feel like when if or or just mothers who really educated their women more about this um Topic because, yeah, had I had more self worth, I would have said no. And in fact, I would have, yeah, I I teach the women in my membership now, like, we have mantras of saying no um, and how to embody your no. Like, if it's not a fuck yes, it's a no. And being able to be okay with letting someone down, you know, rejecting someone, not putting their needs above your needs. It's like your no is more important than their yes. I think that's what would be most important.
0: They are beautiful tips. Oh, tips that I wish I actually knew too when I was that age, in that age bracket. Um, and I just want to reiterate that like when it comes to self-pleasure, the only person you're saying no to is yourself. But when it comes to pleasure with others, self-worth is the most important thing and if you're doing something you feel uncomfortable with then you know that can create other stories down the track and so you know if you want to stop the cycle it's really about owning and getting to know your self-worth so you're mm. in the spot right there thanks so much but Rosie mm. we're all we are out of time mm. loved having you on the show again um if you haven't met Rosie before how can people connect with you Rosie? So
1: just head to rosiereese.com or yonipleasurepalace.com or nakedawakening.com.au. Um, those are my three websites. Or you can go to my Instagram, rosy.reese, r e s or at yoni underscore pleasure underscore palace or at nakedawakening.
0: All of those links are going to be in our show notes so people can, can directly find you. And if you use the code CYCLELOVE by following the link in the show notes to the Yoni Pleasure Palace, you can save $10 off your purchase. But again, Rosie, thank you so much for joining us on the show.
1: Thank you for having me. I can't wait to do this again.
0: Thank you so much for tuning in to every episode of the Well Women podcast. I trust you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. If you got a lot out of it too, please subscribe and leave a five-star review on iTunes or your podcast app. This means together we can inspire, connect, and educate even more women. Now, is there a bestie, a sister, or a friend who you know may be frustrated and confused with their health? Are they ready to discover new aspects of themselves too? Well, take a screenshot of this podcast episode Share it on your social media, email it, text it, or any way you need to get it to their ears. So together we can all live in flow, harmony and balance with our bodies. And be sure to tag me in it too, hashtag WellWomenPodcast. For everything we mentioned in today's episode, you can find this in the show notes over at Wellsome.com forward slash podcast. Until next time, beautiful, get connected, listen to your body, and remember, body confidence all begins with living in tune with your menstrual cycle.